0: Hello, and welcome back to The Morgue. First off, I would like to say that I apologise for the very long hiatus this podcast has been on. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of forgot about it for a bit, but today we are back. As always, I am your lovely host, Taylor, and today I am joined by Charlie. Say hello. Hello. So, tell us like a bit about yourself and like why you agreed to be on a shitty podcast.
1: Of murders, so I have to say yes. Of course.
0: Okay. Favorite unsolved murder?
1: Just because of the Netflix documentary, I'm gonna to have to say Cecil Hotel.
0: Because the Cecil like, Hotel is an minute. amazing case to look at. If you yeah. guys remember, uh, listeners of the podcast, uh, we actually did one episode on the Cecil Hotel, and today we are looking at the Hinterkaifeck murders in Germany. Do you know anything about this case?
1: I've never heard about it.
0: Oh, well, in that case, you are in for a treat. (laughs) So, the Hinterkaifeck murders uh, happened near the woods outside the Bavarian town of Groben, which is about an hour's drive from Munich and about a half mile behind, or Hinter, uh, behind the town of Käfek, which is where it gets its name, Hinterkaifeck. Mm -hmm. It occurred in the home of 35-year-old Victoria Gabriel and her two children, seven-year-old Kazilia and two-year-old Yosef, as well as her elderly parents, Andreas and Kazilia Gruber. So this family was known for keeping to themselves. Like, they didn't really talk to people.
1: Okay.
0: So if, if you remember me at the beginning of the academic year when you first met me, mm-hmm. as just very isolated and uh, hated people, basically.
1: Okay.
0: Having said that, neighbours kind of got a little bit worried on uh, the 1st of April in 1922 when the young Kazilia missed school and the entire family failed to show up at church where Victoria was a member of the choir. Kazilia uh, missed school again on the 3rd of April and the mail of the family had begun to pile up at the local post office. And then on the 4th, 4th of April, the family's neighbours decided to investigate. Lorenz Schlittenbauer, a farmer who lived nearby, led the search party. They didn't find anything good. Have you got any guesses as to what they found?
1: Was that some bodies?
0: It was bodies. (laughs) They found bodies. Uh, In the barn, they found four brutally battered bodies which were covered in hay. And then inside the house, they found the bodies of the two-year-old Josef and the maid Maria Baumgartner. It had been Baumgartner's first day on the job.
1: Oh dear. Yeah, that's
0: that's that's really not what you want. Start a new no. job and just get murdered. Mm-mm. Although, to be fair, as people who have a death wish, that is our shit.
1: That is my dream, <laughs> I have to say.
0: I really am going to have to get you that maid's outfit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it had been her first day on the job uh, because the previous maid had quit because she thought that the farm was haunted.
1: Mm.
0: So it's kind of a supernatural element as well in this case. I like it. Oh, yes. hmm So over a hundred years later, and literally dozens of people have been arrested as suspects, but no one has ever been found guilty. hmm The Hinterkaifeck murders remain one of Germany's eeriest and most famous unsolved crimes.
1: hmm so is there no suspects whatsoever?
0: Um, no, there have been suspects, but no one has ever been charged or convicted. Okay. Just, like, arrested and brought in for questioning and stuff. Right. There were a lot of uh, rumours about the family as well. And uh, we don't know if Bam Gartner, the new maid, had heard the scandalous secrets, as my notes say. Oh, my. Uh So Baumgartner was 44 years old and mentally and physically disabled. Uh, She had never married and ever since her parents died she'd been forced to work as a maid. She had recently lost her old job which was working for a woman in Unterwittelsbach. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right because I am not German. (laughs) I took Spanish in school so I have no idea. But apparently the reason that she lost her job, allegedly, was because the mayor of the town had objected to a crippled person entering their community.
1: Right.
0: So, fuck you, Germany, in 1922, you ableist fuck. <laughs> her sister, Franzica, Franziska, Franz- sorry, mm-hmm. had found her the job with the Gruber family, and whatever she didn't know, everyone else in the town knew about them. Uh, First off, their previous maid had fled six months before, claiming that ghosts were rattling around in the attic. I like it. You just (laughs) like spooky shit, don't you? I do, I confess. What is life without a little bit of spooky shit? You need to spice it up a bit. Yeah. Who wants just a plain old murder (laughs) when you can just inject ghosts into this bitch? Okay, so... The spirits, though, were the least of the Gruber family's problems, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you why. Not going to lie, this made me feel very disturbed and very glad that they're dead.
1: Okay, I'm prepared.
0: So, Kazilia Gruber, the older one, Kazilia Senior, Mm -hmm.
1: uh,
0: she was almost ten years older than her husband, and she would come into town covered in bruises and... Only one of the children that her and her husband had survived until adulthood. Oh. It was no secret that Andreas beat his wife. Okay. Immediately, I hate him, I'm glad someone murdered him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The fact that he beat his wife wasn't the reason that at 63 years old he had served a year's prison sentence some uh, five years before. In 1917, a court convicted Andreas, who was in his mid-fifties at the time, of engaging in an incestuous relationship with his daughter, Victoria Gabriel.
1: Oh no. Uh-huh.
0: What, what are your thoughts so far?
1: I think he is an evil man.
0: Evil, evil. Victoria herself also served a month in jail because of the relationship. Right. And when they were both released, they just carried on living in the same house as the rest of oh. the family.
1: Wait, so the daughter went to prison?
0: Yes, for having an incestuous relationship with her father. Okay. Why are the straights? Disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting. (laughs) So, a lot of people already didn't like that they had been released from prison and were also living together. But this was made worse that... After her father got released from prison, Victoria had a second child. Okay. Any guesses as to who the father is?
1: Was it the father?
0: Most likely. (laughs) There's not much in this earth that can unsettle me.
1: But incest is one of them.
0: Incest is one of them. (laughs) I am scared of the streets. (laughs) I am scared of people who commit incest. (laughs) I... This is why I'm single. Mm-hmm. Because if you're single, you don't have to worry about accidentally shacking up with a family member. There you go. Victoria refused to publicly reveal who the dad of this kid was. Okay. She was a widow at 35, so. Gonna.
1: Chances go, are. Yeah, gonna
0: assume it's not her <laughs> husband, unless they just had a stash of something just kept away in the <laughs> fridge for further use.
1: Oi, uh,
0: The rumours. <clears throat> started spreading again, and people around the town noticed that there was a very strong resemblance between two-year-old Yosef and his uh, grandfather. Nice. Yeah, I hate this family. Yeah. He is a vile, vile, vile man. (sighs) Oof. Mm-hmm. That little shiver you just did.
1: So, was it the whole family that died?
0: Yes, everyone.
1: Oh, so they were actually found? Yeah. Okay.
0: We're going to get onto that for a minute, in a minute even. <clears throat> uh, so still going on about the incestuous kid, Josef. um Victoria was just single and she had returned to her parents' homestead, the farm, in 1914 when her husband went to war. That same year, uh, her father had made her the titular owner of Hinterkaifeck, and then her husband, Carl Gabriel, had died in December. Right. So yeah, he was fighting a war. I'm I'm just going to assume that he was not the baby daddy. No. This is the most I've ever spoken about incest, and I dislike it.
1: Yeah, it But I, so. I, I'm <laughs> glad it's for a cause. I'm glad
0: it's for a shitty podcast. Applause. Yeah. Just one month after her husband's death, Victoria gave birth to a daughter, Kazilia Gabriel, who was named after her grandmother, Andreas's no. wife, who he beat. Okay. The fucking Straits. Damn it. <laughs> this is going to get taken off for heterophobic speech. <laughs> so, this is the household which Marie Baumgartner came into on Saturday the 31st of March, 1922. Okay. It has almost been 100 years. It has been 99 years. Uh, what a mess. Mm-hmm. Very much a mess, because she arrived on the 31st of March. The following evening, she would be dead.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So, Kefek was a small hamlet, and it was, like, 70 kilometres north of Munich. Mm-hmm. It is completely gone now. KFEC does not exist anymore uh, because it was incorporated into the municipality Weidhofen in 1971. So it's basically just changed its name. Right. Some days before the murders or before the discovery of the bodies, Andreas Gruber had gone into the town with a strange story about unsettling events at the farm and his neighbours offered to loan him a rifle.
1: Which one was he again? The, the, guys,
0: uh, the, the incest the, guy.
1: Okay. What was he saying, though? I... Because the stuff that was going on was him.
0: Well, according to Andreas, incest guy, mm. he had been uh, out in the morning and he'd seen fresh footsteps in the snow leading toward the property, mm. which, that was really weird, because they were in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Mm. Pe- pe- people just didn't go and see them. They kept to themselves. Just weird. Yeah, just really weird. Mm. But the thing that worried him the most is that while there were footsteps leading towards the property, there were no footsteps leading away.
1: So someone might have come in.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember, this is a there. few days before the bodies were found. Yeah. Yeah. So whoever had come from the woods had obviously not gone back into the woods.
1: They were hiding.
0: Yeah, can you can you imagine that? Just
1: Oh, that'd be horrible.
0: Having someone live in your house without realizing. Mm.
1: Sneaking around from like room to room.
0: I think I have a new goal in life. This is when you wake up at 3 AM, go into your kitchen, and I'm just sat <laughs> under the table like I live here now. So Later the family had heard strange noises coming from the attic. Oh, dear. And while I do believe in the paranormal, I don't believe it were no ghost.
1: Hmm. Maybe it was like a vigilante from the like the town that had come to
0: Maybe. Do you know what I
1: mean? I don't know.
0: Oh, you're so smart. It's no wonder I'm in, oh, I'm engaged to you. I know. <laughs>
1: uh
0: then the keys had gone missing as well. Yeah, so someone is really making themselves at home. And someone was really, really making themselves at home because uh, they found a newspaper on the porch which no one in the family subscribed to. Yeah. Not only did this person break into their house, steal their keys, live in their attic, but they were just there like... Oh, I'm going to murder these people. Mm. Oh, no worries. I'm a bit bored. Let's just order a newspaper.
1: It makes me think that this person wanted to scare them a bit. You know, was, yeah. like, intentionally leaving stuff around. Like, he like he or she yeah. wanted to sort of be knowing that they were there.
0: Yeah, almost like kind of like a psychological kind of torture. Yeah.
1: That's what makes you think it was someone that was, like, a veget. Virgin- Do you know what I mean? Just someone yes. trying to...
0: suffer before they die. Yeah. But
1: then why would they have killed, like people that were like the good people i can't remember their names but
0: there are no good people
1: like the children though why the children
0: because there are there were rumors that they were the product of an incestuous relationship and that is seen as an abomination and abnormal Mm. so if we're going along that route doesn't surprise me that someone decided to kill the kids as well
1: yeah
0: But uh, all of this weird stuff that had been happening that made Andreas search his property, but they couldn't find anyone. They couldn't even find a trace that someone was there. Right. He did, however, see scratch marks around the lock of one of the outbuildings as, as if someone had tried to break in. It's very hard to uh, scratch wood yeah. with your fingernails. So whoever that was, they, they probably had sore fingers for a while because...
1: They really wanted to get in.
0: Yeah. Mm. Despite all of this, <clears throat> remember how I said that his neighbour had offered him a, a gun? hmm Yeah, he said no. Right. So, right. I, I don't know. Out out there, people kind of had their own way of doing things, which is also why no one thought to call the police.
1: Mm. When did this take place again? 1922.
0: Ah. Yeah. I see. One of the first signs that something was wrong was when Victoria Gabriel did not show up to church on Mm. the first Sunday in April 1922. People noticed her absence from the choir because she had a beautiful singing voice. Mm. I'd be happy if that's the way people found out I was missing.
1: Yeah.
0: Just like, oh, where's Taylor? We can't hear her singing. Oh, <laughs> she's not here. She's not singing. Must be dead. See ya. <laughs> then the seven-year-old Kazelia did not show up to school and the neighbors got worried. Just like, something is wrong.
1: Someone don't fucking, uh, uh
0: you have never sounded more homosexual. <laughs> I love you dearly. Smoke had been found. uh, not found, sorry. Smoke had been seen coming from the chimney of the farmhouse uh, in the days after the murders, and investigators found the remains of meals that the killer had prepared for himself in the house. What do you think about that, Charlie boy?
1: Are we sure it was the murderer? Yes. That reminds me of. The Night Stalker, when he would go into people's houses and murder people, then go into their fridges and just like eat their food, yeah, chill out for a bit and then leave, like.
0: I mean, murdering's got to be hungry work. It's quite. You got to build up an appetite, have not you?
1: Yeah. You need your energy.
0: Yeah. So people first got suspicious that something was wrong on the Sunday, and then on the Tuesday they went to investigate. What they found is the reason that this is one of Germany's most shocking unsolved mysteries mm-hmm. and honestly I have wasted so many hours trying to figure out who killed these people mm-hmm. because fuck it, I'm a twenty two year old uni student, I ain't got anything to do. Neither. I don't have I don't have assignments <laughs> or anything, June. <laughs> Let, let's, let's try and solve a ninety-nine year old murder. <laughs> no one knows exactly what went down on the night of the murders. Mm-hmm. I haven't got a clue. Uh, But they found the first body in the bedroom. Mm. Remember uh, Maria Baumgartner, the the disabled maid? Mm -hmm. She was dead in her bed just hours after arriving at Hinterkaifeck. She had died in her sleep. She was asleep when her attacker bludgeoned her to death and then covered up her corpse with the bedsheets.
1: That makes me... When think it, when it's stuff like that when they've been killed in their sleep I it makes me think that maybe it was someone that she would have known or that the family would have known so like you know you, you stab them from the back just in case they don't die do you know what I mean just so they can't see your face if they do survive yeah just makes me think
0: I mean you've got to remember about Paul Maria as well as she was mentally and physically disabled
1: mm. so
0: she wouldn't have even been able to fight back
1: yeah that's true How exactly did she die?
0: Uh, Bludgeoned to death. Oh, okay. Yeah, so very violent, probably a lot of pent-up rage. But the thing that strikes me is that the killer covered her corpse, which normally is a sign of remorse. Yeah. Just like, oops, killed someone, I feel sorry about that, I feel bad, let's cover her up so I don't have to see her because I'm feeling guilty. Mm. Although if that was the case... Killer probably wouldn't have uh, gone on to kill the rest of the family. Mm. Uh, the next one that they found was two-year-old Joseph Gabriel, who was in his crib in his mother's bedroom. The killer had struck him with blunt force to the head, so he died of blunt force trauma. Mm-hmm. And once the baby was dead, the intruder concealed the tiny corpse beneath one of his mother's dresses. Oh. Yeah. So again, so that not, hiding. Possibly possibly respect, uh possibly remorse. Mm. But again it's the killer hid two of the bodies already. Mm. The remaining members of the household were in the barn, all beaten to death, I believe, and all covered in hay. So all of the victims were covered up.
1: Mm. Do we know if the ones that were found in the barn were killed there, or were they dragged there, like, afterwards?
0: I have no idea. I couldn't find any of that. But why would why, why would, would the baby be... Why
1: would the baby be left? Oh, maybe if it was sleeping.
0: Yeah, but why would they all be in the barn? Yeah. Because there's the two grandparents, the daughter Victoria and the little girl Kazilia.
1: Hmm. And why would the maid be asleep? Like, whilst... Well... Mm. Oh, weird, isn't
0: it? I can see the cogs in your brain working
1: hmm.
0: What are your thoughts?
1: I don't know I don't think I think they might have been moved I think that would be very I think that's quite odd that they would be in the barn of all places
0: Yeah, so you think that the crime scene crime scene was staged
1: But I don't know why they would be moved to the barn specifically though Maybe it, easier to hide them
0: Possibly. You wouldn't
1: smell them, like the bodies, maybe, if they'd been left there, if they're like outside. Did they have animals as well?
0: Uh, they did. They had livestock, which had also been tended to and looked after after the murders. Mm. So to me, this is just kind of like a home invasion that went very, very wrong. Mm.
1: Had they been robbed? Like, was anything missing? Uh,
0: I don't think so. Mm. But. I watched this episode of Criminal Minds once where the killer was this vagrant, this homeless guy who would travel up and down the country and break into people's homes, kill them, and then live their lives for a bit because he had no permanent address. Mm. So that was like the only kind of comfort that he had. What if that is what happened here?
1: Yeah.
0: What if it wasn't anything to do with the incestuous relationship between the father and the daughter and it was just a homeless person that wanted some home comforts.
1: If it was a homeless person though, would would they be subscribed to a magazine like that? Do you know Do you know what I mean? That's
0: true. I forgot about that.
1: If they don't have anywhere for it to be delivered to and you know they haven't got Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I think it it could have just literally been like a wanderer that had wandered in and seen a, a big house and just yeah. it was like a What's the word? It, was, it wasn't It was a planned thing. It was just... I don't know. But I don't think... I think it was planned. I think it was planned.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe we're both kind of right. Maybe it was a homeless person that came and hid. And then, you know, with the newspaper, if they're looking for home comforts, they might have thought, oh, look, I found an amazing house. Might as well try and camp out here. Here, oh. let's get this because I've never been able to before because I don't have a house. Yeah. But then, what do you think would have happened if the homeless person had found out about the relationship between the father and the daughter? Mm. Suddenly it goes from that cool house, you know, hiding in the attic, finally having somewhere to live, to these people are disgusting and need to be purged. Mm.
1: Maybe he was hiding out in the barn, and maybe he was found and they all came in,
0: Maybe, and that's or he could have there. run to the barn because uh, there were reports of sounds from the attic.
1: Mmm, that's that's true. Oh, it's weird, isn't
0: it? It really is. But like, if that was the case, they'd cornered him in the barn. Why would you take a seven-year-old girl there?
1: Yeah, um, but why would the maid be asleep though, like on the job, when there's like a, when there's like a, an intruder in the house? I
0: mean, she was a living maid, so she had her own room and everything. Mm. So, from the state of the crime scene, the investigators uh, kind of tried to figure out what happened. Mm. And uh, they thought that the intruder had emerged onto the property at some point during the night. Uh, They thought that the killer had lured Andreas Gruber and his wife and their daughter one by one into the barn. The hinterkaifer killer had then used a mattock, which is a farming tool that's similar to a pickaxe, to hack each victim to death.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, so...
1: So that, the weapon was already there? He...
0: Yeah, I, I think so. It was so... a weapon of opportunity.
1: Yeah, so maybe it wasn't a planned thing then. Maybe he just took what he saw, I don't know, he did it out of panic if he was found, didn't want to get caught.
0: Yeah, or like... Like this says, if, if you did lure them into the barn, maybe it was that kind of, I've been living in your house rent-free, I know what you're doing, it's disgusting. Yeah. Just like, right, look around, like, right, what can I use to kill someone with? Like, I can see, like, seven things in my room right now that could be used to kill someone. Mm. For the listeners, I promise I'm not a serial killer, <laughs> I just have strange hobbies and interests. I promise I am not a murderer. <laughs> Once he had uh, killed them all, he piled their bodies up and covered them with hay. So again, there is the covering of the bodies, which mm. at this point almost seems kind of ritualistic.
1: Yeah.
0: But then little Kazilia, Victoria's seven-year-old daughter, was also found dead in the barn. The intruder had also attacked her with the mattock, but it didn't complete the job. Unlike the older victims she remained alive for quite some time in the barn, surrounded by the bodies of her murdered family oh. when the investigators found the bodies in the barn they, they they did not like the fact that they found out that when she was laid there dying, uh, she had torn out clumps of her own hair wow yeah, so that, that poor little girl went through a lot of uh, oh. physical and psychological torture mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously uh, after the murders, the killer had just made himself at home. Hmm. People had seen smoke coming from the house. The livestock was looked after. He'd made meals for himself, and then just not bothered to wash up. It's kind of like a weird version of Goldilocks and th- on in th- in the three bears.
1: Hmm. Yeah, because if he was staying there for like a couple of days, you know like. couple days he would have known where everything was he would have known like the layout of the house well
0: yeah
1: i wonder what made him leave or maybe it was maybe it was when people started to question where they were he was like right i'm out
0: probably Mm. but like this also kind of explains why it took a few days for the neighbors to realize something was wrong
1: because the house still looked
0: alive yeah like it it looked like there was still the family living in the house just no Mm. one had seen them and then they started to miss like school and church and stuff and that's when people were just like hang on a minute Mm. this isn't right the police pursued several possible leads uh but no one has ever been charged Mm. 99 years and we still haven't got a fucking clue Because there were no uh, credible leads, some really weird, unorthodox solutions were suggested. According to uh, some sources, the schools of the murdered family were sent to Munich. Mm -hmm. And this was so that clairvoyants could examine the schools as kind of like a last-ditch effort. Mm -hmm. It, It was unsuccessful, but the weird thing is the schools then went missing and have never been found. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey.
0: Yeah, so think about it. There's, like, six people, six victims, all of their schools were sent to Munich, and then all of them went missing.
1: That is weird.
0: Yeah. Like, if it was just, like, one or two of them, I'd understand it. Like, oh, someone dropped them, they smashed them. Or they just got misplaced somewhere. But for all six of the schools to go missing...
1: Maybe someone in the, in that, you know, whether it was like the police or whoever was looking at the skulls, tried to sabotage. Maybe it was.
0: Maybe. Mm. So, yeah, clairvoyants studied the skulls, couldn't find anything. Other people believe that the crimes were carried out by a dead man. Right. Do you remember Victoria's late husband, Carl, who died in World War One? Yes. His body was never found. And some amateur sleuths kind of believed that he faked <coughs> his own death and then returned to kill his family.
1: Hmm.
0: Which, it, it kind of makes sense because he would have a motive.
1: Yeah. But... it um, explains why he was quite like, respectful with the bodies after he'd murdered them.
0: Yeah.
1: I say respectful, but, like, just, you know, like, covered them. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it does, like, make a weird. lot of sense. But there is no evidence that he survived the war, and there were several eyewitnesses to his death in 1914. Hmm. And uh, there are some beliefs that his body just got put into a mass grave. Mm. A more credible suspect, however, was Lorenz Schlittenbauer, one of the neighbors who had been among the first to find the bodies. Although he was not named on the birth certificate, remember that incestuous relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two-year-old boy might not have been uh, Victoria's dad's. Oh. He was not named on the birth certificate, but Victoria said that Lorenz was his father and sued him for child support. Ah. Okay. In 1919, he had brought new allegations of incest against Victoria's father, claiming that she had told him that little Josef was either his child or her father's. Andreas was arrested, but the charges were dropped when Schlittenbauer told the court he had falsely accused him. So once again, we're back to the fucking incest.
1: Mm. That could be a suspect, him.
0: Yeah, he was... uh, one of the most credible mm. one one of the most credible suspects in the case. However, there was nothing really that could link him to the crimes. Like there was nothing of substance, there was no evidence, it was just hearsay. Mm-hmm. There is also nothing in his background or his life after the murders that you know, could suggest that he was capable of, you know, murdering six people, including right. a little boy who might have been his son. Right. The, fuck. the fuck is right. Because in 2007, students at a German police academy attempted to use modern forensic techniques to solve the crime. They eliminated all of the prime suspects from the initial investigation in 1920s, with the exception of one. However, the students refuse to publicly name their suspect out of respect for his living descendants. Mm. Which, you know, I kind of get, but come on.
1: This has guy... some respect for the family. Like, yeah. The like, ones that actually died.
0: Yeah, just like, I understand that, like, you don't want to, like, get sued for slander or anything, but this guy could have murdered, mm. like, six people, including two small children and a disabled woman.
1: Maybe even more.
0: See, we're going to get onto that in a bit. Actually, no, we're going to get onto that now. Okay. So, you know, 2007, they refused to name him, and it's remained a mystery. Until now. In 2017, Bill James and his daughter, Rachel McCarthy James, uh, wrote a book called The Man from the Train, which... in in which they speculated that there may have been a possible link to a previously unidentified American serial murderer. Mm. Any ideas where I'm going with this? I think so. So they exhaustively, like, researched so many murders in America which were similar, and they believe that they have finally identified a previously unknown serial axe murderer. His name is paul mueller mm. also known as the man from the train uh, he was a german or possibly austrian immigrant to america who seems to have been responsible for a string of previously unsolved murders in the first two decades of the 20th century in these murders in america entire households were killed with an axe or a similar implement and then after the murders the killer spent some time at the crime scene before moving on to the same uh, to a, to the next town. Mm. He typically targeted households with a prepubescent daughter exactly like the Hinterkayfak murders. Mm. The murderer from Hinterkayfak used the exact same modus operandi as man from the train in the killings, and arranged the crime scene in the same ritualistic manner. This is what the book says. Uh, Because the details of American crimes are not really reported internationally, the killer couldn't have been a copycat. Mm. But one thing to remember is this is before the Hinterkaifeck murders.
1: Right. Was he ever, like, actually
0: caught? No, he was not. Um... The similarities between the Hinterkafeck and American murders, it kind of leads you to believe that it was the same person, and uh. another piece of the evidence for that is that the axe murders in the USA just stopped out of nowhere in 1912, and uh, Bill and Rachel, who wrote the book, uh, thought that the culprit either died, was imprisoned, or went somewhere else. Mm. Mueller was actually uh, under suspicion by 1912 and then he just vanished. Mm. It seems pretty likely that he knew that he was going to get caught for the murders in America and returned to Germany where he is from, there or Austria. Mm. And then after laying low for a bit, he just carried on killing like he'd never stopped yeah which yeah makes sense a lot of killers do that sometimes like they have a cooling off uh, like a long or short cooling off period and then continue right where they left off so Paul Mueller is the best suspect who fits the bill in the slayings of the Hinterkaifeck family what are your thoughts
1: Hmm. I after hearing that, I think it is probably Paul Mueller. Is that his name? Yeah. Um, before that, I thought it would have been someone that knew the family, and knew the the story, and wanted to maybe punish them.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it's, it some... still might be. Mm. Like um, if Mueller was responsible for the American murders.
1: Although, if it was him, I'm, I'm just assuming he's quite. He would be quite prepared. He'd come with something. It sounds like they were killed. Like, do you know? I, I just feel like he would have brought him, like a gun or a knife or something, not just like pick something up and just do it. Yeah. There and then. I don't know.
0: I mean, there is a way to tie the theory of Paul Mueller and your theory that it was someone who knew the family together. Mm -hmm. Just picture this. You're Paul Mueller. You've fled from the USA because you're under suspicion for murder. Mm -hmm. You've gone back to Germany. You have found this small town and you have heard stories about this family who are incestuous and the husband beats the wife Mm. all that sort of stuff and one of the locals seems more agitated than the rest all it takes is to plant one seed into the head of that person Mm. and become their mentor and tell them this is what you've got to do, this is how you're going to do it, Mm. simple yeah so it could have been Paul Mueller who
1: was pulling the strings.
0: Pulling, yeah, who pulled the strings, mm. but it could have been someone who knew the family and was disgusted by their behaviour that actually committed the murders.
1: Mm. I'm gonna go with Paul. I think.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't like going for like the the most obvious option sometimes, but I think I think so.
0: Yeah, I mean, there is, like, a lot of evidence, yeah. but... um,
1: Do we know where he was living, or was he, like, at the time?
0: We don't. He just dropped off the face of the earth, so this is all just uh, mainly hearsay. Mm. Some people think that he was uh, captured and sent to prison. Some people think he died. Some people think that he moved back to Germany. So we mm. don't actually know what happened to... Uh, Paul Mueller but I have just had a thought a moment okay. so I have actually just had a thought do you remember when the game room was open in our accommodation and we did those true crime nights? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I spoke about the villisca Garax murders?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That happened in
1: 1912
0: mm. which I don't know why that has just uh entered my mind was that
1: in germany as well
0: no this was in america oh this was in iowa right but it was around the same time that paul Mueller disappeared mm. so what if the ballista murders was the last crime he committed in the u.s before returning my to God. germany and committing the interkafec murders
1: maybe actually
0: yeah, because if you think about the Axe murders, tenth um, of June, nineteen twelve, uh, in Iowa, four members of the Moore family and two Stillinger sisters, just after midnight. Uh, no, eight occupants actually were viol- murdered violently with an axe. Mm-hmm. Which it it, it it kind of fits the bill. It although does. there was a lot more ritual in the Axe murders than with the Hintekayfek murders. Because remember when we were talking about it, this is the case where uh, the crime scene wasn't closed off and people were just walking through the house staring yeah. at the bodies and someone took a piece of skull mm-hmm. as, like, we assumed a trophy or something. What if... This, this is just a really, like, half-baked theory that I'm having right now, but... It what? Yeah, what if it was actually Paul Mullen, the reason that this piece of skull got taken from the crime scene in Velisca? was because he knew that he was fleeing to another country and that this was would be his last murder for a while. Mm. Just like something to kind of like tied him over until he got the opportunity again.
1: Yeah.
0: I may just be talking bullshit, but in my head it makes sense.
1: Because the skulls weren't missing on that other one, didn't they?
0: Yeah. Although chances are they were probably just lost or smashed or misplaced or something. Mm.
1: It's an interesting theory.
0: It is, and I can't believe I didn't think of it sooner.
1: Hmm. What do you think <laughs> happened to them?
0: To the Hinterkaifeck murders? hmm Honestly, I'm not sure. I, it it, it it, could have been someone that the family knew, it could have been Paul Mueller, but uh, based on the fact that the killer stuck around and, you know, tried to, like, almost seemed to try to um make a life for themselves in the time after the murders mm. i am kind of leaning towards like a vagrant or a homeless person who it was just like a crime of opportunity and then they heard the tales of incest and everything going on in the house and were like you don't deserve this yeah. farm so i'm going to kill you all and take it for myself mm. and then got spooked when people started to get worried and concerned and fled before they could be found mm.
1: mm-hmm. Hmm. spooky
0: very very spooky <laughs> sorry
1: every time i hear footsteps i'm like
0: <gasps> it's just yeah. jeffrey being a piece of shit again hmm speaking of speaking of jeffrey and and ghosts and stuff uh jeffrey is the ghost that lives in our accommodation Mm. uh it normally stays in my flat or our friend olivia and alicia's flat Mm -hmm. because he really seems to like annoying us three in particular he does he murdered my skeleton son last night
1: no the night the
0: night before but like speaking of like ghosts and the paranormal and stuff, there were like a lot of reports that the farm was haunted. Mm. So then we have to look at the theory that the theories that it was committed by a dead man are right. Mm. I don't personally believe it, but there are some people out there who believe that the murders were committed by a ghost. Mm.
1: I don't think that, but I can see why yeah, people would come to like, that. Yeah,
0: uh, like reports of like paranormal activity from mm-hmm. the property, and you know the fact that the assailant was gone without a trace. Mm. You know, ninety nine years on, and we still don't know who it was. As much as I love the paranormal, and I always try to like figure out the paranormal, I just can't. Believe that a ghost killed them.
1: There are too many other things going yeah. on. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if it was the the dead, supposedly dead husband that didn't really die, it would make sense why he stayed a bit longer in the house. Yeah.
0: But also, would he be able to stay there with the bodies of mm. his wife and child?
1: That's true. Unless it wasn't his child, and he he was like certain in his head, so he was angry at the whole family. If he thought it was the the dads. Yeah. And that's why he was so respectful with the bodies afterwards, because he still felt a tie to them, even though.
0: Yeah, even though he'd been hurt. mm. Well, this just goes to show the moral of the story, children, is don't be incestuous with your father or your daughter. Just no incest, please. Please,
1: no. They're going to take one thing away from this. Just no. Yeah,
0: if anyone ever listens to this, one thing that you need to take away is just no incest. Mm -mm. Please, for the love of God. Please. Please. (laughs) Please, no incest. (laughs) Incest, bad. Yes. There is no good. Just no incest. No, thank you okay so i think we are all wrapped up with that case Hmm. what did you think about it all i was it interesting
1: it was very very interesting i don't want to say i enjoyed it because that's i'm enjoying someone else's trauma (laughs)
0: you you can say that you enjoyed it because it it is one of the very
1: compelling yeah i i like ones like that where there literally is it could be anything and you can come up with your own conclusions, I like that, because there's no wrong answers and there's no wrong answers either. Yeah. Um yeah. I liked it. I am glad mm.
0: you like dead people. I do. <laughs> I mean same. Have you not seen the mountain of files on my bed of just Oh yes. Although most of those are paranormal, supernatural cryptids, mm. which I'm thinking of trying to include in this podcast. So if any of my listeners, if I have listeners, would like to let me know what cases you would like me to speak of next, um, please let me know somehow.
1: Can people write comments on
0: this thing? I don't think so, but I was thinking about making a Twitter.
1: Hmm. That would go on.
0: Well. Yeah, just like... A, a twitter account where people could like
1: vent give their own theories then maybe. give their own
0: theories mm. uh recommend cases for me to look at what what sort of stuff they'd like to see because if people don't want just another true crime podcast then i could you know talk about the supernatural or cryptids mm. or missing people uh which i do have a few missing people cases there uh ufos
1: It's always good, I think it's always good to do stuff like missing people or like unsolved mysteries, because although it's quite unlikely, by putting it out, by bringing more attention to it, there might be someone across the world that knows something.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so in a way you're sort of, not help, but like you're just bringing it up again, making people talk about it, making people think about it, because,
0: you know. Yeah.
1: People forget about stuff like this when it shouldn't be forgotten
0: exactly which is why i also want to try and find some um less high profile cases as well like the ones that have been forgotten by people Mm. and just kind of try and like i'm not saying that i am going to be the one to figure like something out like i'm i'm never going to be the person who finds an old cold case and is like i've figured out who's done it Mm. but it's worth a try
1: it is It is.
0: Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining me on The Morgue.
1: Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed my time.
0: (laughs) Well, we will have to bring you back in future then, won't we, sir? And to all of my listeners, I hope you have enjoyed this episode of The Morgue. Good night.